All right, we're going. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not That Serious with your Chandler. I have a guest on here today, surprisingly. Um, I know we don't get those very often, but <laughs> I finally found somebody who is willing to come on. So, uh, yeah, man. What's up, Colson? How you doing, bro? What's up, man? I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be on here, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you, again, thank you for coming on, bro. I appreciate it because it's a lot more, like, exciting and stuff whenever uh, we actually have people come on. So, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, man. No, we got a fun episode today, guys. We're going to be talking about uh, the Damian Lillard trade, um, and we're going to be talking about uh, Trump and Biden. Uh, Trump just got recently, just got a huge lead in the polls, so we're going to be talking about that. And then we're also going to be talking about the new podcast setup. I just rebranded everything, so we'll be talking, well, not so much talking about that, but I'll be, you know, just explaining that a little bit. Uh, the reasoning behind that and stuff. Um, so, yeah, man, no, so my buddy uh, Colson here. He is a global basketball skills trainer. He's based in East Tennessee and has experience with players such as the Ellis Brothers. Uh, now, were they big on, like, Instagram, or how did they get their, like, rise? Yeah, so they uh, they were just some standout players um, from a very young age. Um, you know, made an impact in pretty much any game that they played. Um, and they kind of just blew up overnight. They kept on, uh, you know, you would see clips of them and clips and clips and clips. And so... Um, they gained a big following that way just by being really, really skilled players. Um, and I got the chance to connect with them um, in a camp a few months back. Um, and I've ran three camps with them now. Um, I actually have another camp coming up with them in November. Um, they're just some really, really cool guys, really down-to-earth guys that have a, a big following as far as uh, the basketball side. So it's really cool. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. And now uh... – do you want to go, like, so how exactly did you meet them? And, like, you can go into detail that if you want to or you don't have to. But, like, did you get in contact with them through, like, somebody you knew? Or did you reach out to them? Or, like, how did you – how were you able to, like, get them at your camp? Yeah, so um, the guy that I work with, um, work alongside, he's kind of my mentor. Um, he's another global basketball uh, skills trainer. Um, he's worked with multiple NBA guys and um, kind of took me under his wing. Um, so he actually – uh, trained them when they were in the third grade, I believe. Um, somehow he got connected with them and uh, wanted me to meet him and uh, sent me down to uh, Hickory, North Carolina, where they're at, at uh, Moravian Prep, and um, sent me down there to run a camp with them and kind of see how they work. So I got the opportunity to watch them work out as well as um, see how they work as far as the camp setting. Um, so that's kind of how I got, got uh, to meet them and run camps with them. And then just really got uh, connected with their, their dad, Coach Ellis. And um, he randomly messaged me and said, hey, can we come run a camp uh, in your town? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so that's kind of – and it just kind of went from there. So that's kind of how that got started. Dude, that's so sick, bro. Like some people that like – because I'm sure you've seen their content before and then like they reach out to you. They're like, hey, oh, let's yeah. run a camp. You're like, hey, <laughs> you're like, say less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But, yeah, no, he's not know, only so, – yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because you watch guys like that on, on social media and stuff, and then um, you have one person say, hey, would you want to do this? And it's automatically like, yes, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, and going into it with with people that have a following like that, you know, you would think that they're um, kind of stuck up and stuff, but they're the most down-to-earth people you ever meet, um, some of the nicest guys. So it's really been really cool connecting with those guys. 
I'm glad, bro, because a lot of, like, these, you know, like, I wouldn't call them influencers because they're, like, more so in the basketball scene, but, like, a lot of these, like, you know, so-called, like, influencers, I hate that word, but it's, like, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of them are just stuck up, bro. A lot of them are just douchebags, to be honest with you. Definitely. So, it's, like, it's nice whenever you, like, meet, like, a real one. You know what I mean? And, like, they're actually yeah, cordial and, you know, understanding. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> um... But no, man, so no, he's not only worked with the Ellis Brothers, but he's also worked with uh, University of Virginia point guard uh, Dante Harris. And uh, yeah, so yeah, man. Um, now, have you uh, – who else have you worked with that people might know? Um, yeah, so I uh, I haven't really been to the gym with, but I've had conversations with and been around um, guys like uh, Jermaine Jones. He is the NBA Hall of Famer. He's you know, been retired for a few years. He played with uh, Kobe Bryant back in the day. He got drafted to the 76ers um, and played with uh, Iverson and then um, got traded and played with Kobe and, and stuff like that. Um, I was actually messaging him the other day about some stuff. So to have an NBA Hall of Famer, you know, just just had a touch with button is really cool. Um, I've worked with him as far as I went, actually got connected and ran um, one of a, an event that he was a part of um, in Gainesville, Florida. Um, got invited to come do some training down there. And that's kind of how I got connected with him. Um, and at that same um, event, I got to meet uh, Trey Mann, who plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, that's another just really nice guy. Um, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much it as far as that, that people would know. Um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> Dude, that's a that, – I'm not going to lie. That's a solid lineup you got, bro. <laughs> All the people you work yeah. with and stuff. That's sick. Um, but yeah, man, no, we, well, we're, we're going to get into some of, we're going to get into the topics here in a little bit, but we do have some opening announcements before we start though. So I, you know, as you guys can tell, I did a total revamp. Well, you know, probably not right now because we're filming this a day before, but like, you know, whenever you're watching this, you can tell just did a full revamp on the podcast. Uh, just wanted, just felt I needed a new logo, uh, new branding, stuff like that. I know the podcast isn't that old, but I don't know. I just, I thought it'd be cool to have it. So that new logo new design and also all the new episodes are going to be monday or sorry not monday through friday but just fridays fridays at 8 p.m is when i'm going to be posting the new episodes and i'm going to try uh, try to have a new guest on every week so uh, yeah so colson if you know anybody uh that would want to hop on let me know i'd be glad to have him on yeah definitely definitely <laughs> awesome bro and uh, also i'm going to start posting um like just like regular content on my main channel. So if you guys want to go subscribe to that, that'd be great. And um, also Colson's, if you guys want to check out Colson or, you know, have him, if you want to go train with him, uh, you know, basketball or something, hit him up. Uh, all his links will be down in, uh, in the description. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I promise you no more announcements. I swear. <laughs> I hate that. I usually hate, I hate doing that. Cause it's like, whenever I watch podcasts, it's kind of like an ad, you know, it feels like an ad. Yeah. Like, I hate doing it, but it's sort of a necessity. So but yeah, man, we'll just go ahead and dive into it. So our first story on here is we've got Damian Lillard going to the Bucks. So as you all can see on the screen right now, uh, Blazers deal Damian Lillard uh, to Bucks in a uh, blockbuster three-team deal. So Colson, what exactly is going on with this, and why did he go to the Bucks? I can't tell you why. Um, well, I can, but I, I'm kind of confused on it. Um, so basically what's going on is Dame got traded to the Bucks, um, the Trailblazer. It was a, it was a big trade. Um, it was a three-team trade. So Damian went to the Bucks. Uh, the Blazers got Drew Holiday um, from the Bucks. They also got DeAndre Ayton from the Suns. Um, they got a few picks as well. And then the Suns got uh, Nurkic, Grayson Allen, 
uh, Little and Keon Johnson. So it was actually a really big trade. Um, I don't believe, at least I didn't see it. I didn't um, see anything in social media um, that even uh, brought up this trade until it just happened. Um, my thoughts on it, he won some championship. Damian Lillard is tired of being, you know, by himself in Portland. Um, so I think he's, you know, thinking that that's one of his best chances on getting a ring. So, and, you know, Giannis is very thrilled with it because now Giannis has a sidekick that can, you know, they, that's going to do some damage to the league. <laughs> yeah, man. So do you think that they are title favorites this year? Is like, who do you, who do you predict is winning the NBA championship this year? Cause I mean, this is a big switch up dude, because Giannis, I mean, they, they won it last year, didn't they? I believe the Bucks won it last year or no. Uh, no, that was the uh, the Nuggets. Um, yes, 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 yes. The yes, Nuggets yes, yes, one, yes, yes. yeah. Okay. But yeah. Uh, the Bucks actually got put out by my Celtics. I'm a big Celtics fan. I'm, but let's not talk about the, what the Celtics are doing right now. But, hey man, hey, um, I like hey man. I I'm not I'm not hostile to the Celtics, bro. I love Grant Williams. So. <laughs> yeah. Williams well, see that that's uh that's the downside. They uh they actually just traded him to the Mavs. Really? Um, yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. I'm going to have to become um, a Mavs fan now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but I think I think the Bucks are definitely one of the favorites um, to win this year. You know, the pretty much since 2019, they've, they've been, um, you know, they won it, I think, in 2021. Um, and, you know, they always make a, a playoff appearance, um, and, you know, in the five last five years probably. So um, they're definitely the favorite. Um, now, because, you know, like I said, you got those two, the two firepower between uh, Giannis and Damian Lillard. If Giannis can stay healthy, I know he's had some injuries this offseason, but hopefully they, they both can stay healthy. And, yeah, I think they're definitely the favorites going into this season. 100%. Now, Damian Lillard used to have a – who was the other really good uh, – he might have been the shooting guard for the Blazers. Oh, uh, yeah, C.J. McCollum. Yes, um, whatever happened to him, did he back. leave uh, – like a couple a couple years ago or something. Uh yeah, so he let me see he left to let me see if I can remember. Gotcha. Where did he end up going? I think he went to. That's actually a good question. Because this team, like this uh, current Bucks team, it kind of reminds me of like if uh, like the old Thunder team, but like if they were all on their peak, it'd be like you know if James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant were all on their peak. That's what it sort of reminds yeah. me of. <laughs> it brings back that nostalgia yeah. a little bit. Yeah, uh, that's where he went. He went to the Pelicans. Pelicans. Um, CJ McCollum yes. ended up going to the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, you know, with with the Bucks though, the question for me is, why did they get rid of Drew Holiday? I know they had to bring in Damian Lillard, um, but you know, Drew Drew Holiday is a really good. I think he would have made a really good backup point guard for Dame. Um, you know, he's one of the best defenders in the league. Um, and I just now thought about this. It's going to be crazy because now you have, you know, you can't forget about Chris Middleton. Um, Chris is a, a great shooting guard, and he's really going to pair well with them um, if he can stay healthy as well. I know last last two seasons he's kind of had some injuries, but that's really going to be dangerous. They can keep all three of those guys healthy. Yeah, man. Now, I'm and like like you were saying, I'll be in healthy man. I hope it's not an Aaron Rodgers situation where he goes out first game. <laughs> yeah, up, forty five. What did he tear? His ACL? Or... Yeah, he tore his ACL. Or yeah, it was man, either that's... ACL or Achilles. It might have been Achilles. 
that's unfortunate. Yeah, right? And it was only it was only like a couple plays in, I believe. If I'm thinking about it, it was only a couple plays in. But man, I hope Damien doesn't like you know pull some like just like, trickster <laughs> move and just like slip on the floors, just something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, God forbid that, man. Because man, th- that's gonna be fun to watch. Um, so I'm really looking at looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, man. So what do you think their uh, what do you think the record will be? Like if you had if you had to predict, well, actually more more so than the record. Do you think that the Bucks will be the number one team in the East, or do you think the Nuggets have a chance to compete with them? Or are they wait? Are they two separate divisions? That might be a bad question. I think. Can you repeat that again. Yeah. So like, uh, so do you think that the Nuggets have a chance to kind of withstand the Bucks? Maybe, not necessarily even within conference. Not necessarily even within the conference. Um, because I think mm-hmm. I think the Nuggets are Eastern, right? Or no? Are they Western? I think the Nuggets are Western. Um, okay. Gotcha. And then, yeah, so it'll be. Uh, okay. I think. I think going into this year, um, for in the in the eastern side, I think the top teams are going to be the Bucks and the Celtics, um, and, and Miami. But uh, those those three teams are probably going to rule the East. Um, and then I think it'll come down to. The, I think it's going to be a back and forth thing between the the Celtics and the and the Bucks. Hopefully. Um, and then you know it's going to be out of those those two maybe three teams um, between the Bucks, the Celtics, and Miami to to see who gets that number one spot and see who can come out of there on their side of the playoffs. Um, I don't really, I still don't think anybody's going to be messing with with uh, the Nuggets this year. Um, I think they're the clear favorite to to go back to back finals appearances. So. I mean, Jokic is I just insane, that, dude. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to get around Jokic. Yeah, like, his, yeah. his skills inside he's the paint are most, uncanny. Yeah, yeah, his skills are you know he's the top top guy in the league as far as skills go. Um, and then you pair that with Jamal Murray, man, they just they're dangerous, man. I mean, you seen last year, no nobody even came close to touching them at all. Hundred percent. Now, so I was reading on the side right here. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> these notifications pop up sometimes during the, the show, but um, I was reading right here and I saw Kyrie, and it kind of got me a question. Like, uh, do you think there will be like any other big trades going on this season that like nobody, like that they're not necessarily like rumoring about or they you know, like sending out rumors about? Or I mean, like, do you foresee that, or do you think that this might just be the like the top trade of going into this new season? I think this is definitely going to be the main one, the top one. Um, I don't think anybody can really top this one because of who. Damian Lillard is getting paired with. Um, I think Kyrie stays in Dallas this year. Um, I think the only other big one um, may be James Harden. Um, I haven't seen any updates on that. I know that he there have been talks of him getting out of, of Philly, but uh, I'm not sure on that. Um, I'm not sure. But, he, you know, even if, if James Harden gets traded to a big team, um, I still think, you know, the Damian Lillard trade is going to top that. Yeah. And you know, speaking of Kyrie, do you think that this, you know, this this new uh, Bucks team will be sort of like Brooklyn, to where like you have three superstars, right? But they aren't compatible with each other. Do you think it'll be like that, or do you think they each have their unique set of skills that they can sort of utilize to, you know, kind of counter the Nuggets this year? Uh, I don't think it'll be like a Brooklyn situation, um, just because of the type of player that Giannis is um, and that Damian Lillard is. Um, I think I think you're definitely going to see some growing pains. I don't think they're going to come out and win, you know, their first 10, 10 to 12 games straight. 
Um, you know, they're definitely going to struggle for a little bit, just trying to find that, um, you know, find their job and, and find their roles, um, you know, because Damian Lillard's used to being the go-to guy and Giannis is used to being the go-to guy. Um, and to have two superstars of that caliber, I think it's going to cause some growing pains there at the beginning. But um, I think that they'll be able to figure it out, especially by the time playoffs roll around. And I think that they'll, that's going to be a matchup um, between them and the Nuggets this year. And who knows, you know, man, it's basketball, so really anything could happen. You know, the Bucks could get put out in the first round um, by the Celtics or by the Sixers. You know, anything could happen. But I think if they can really figure it out and, um, you know, really get some good chemistry going leading into that, uh, into the playoffs, I think that they're really going to be dangerous. And I, I think that, I think, in my opinion, if you just look at this, you know, look at team to team, I think they can, they can beat the, the Nuggets. That's my opinion, though. I guess we'll have to find out, but <laughs> I guess we'll see, bro. What now? When does the season start? What day? What day does that start? Uh, let's see. I just saw it the other day. Uh, sometime I think like preseason starts in October. Okay, um, got you. Let's got see. You. Now, so I've always had this question. You might know more about this than me. So, like, how exactly mm-hmm. this is this sort of a little bit off topic, but it's about kind of the same thing, like. How how does like the G League? It used to be the the uh, what was the name for it before it was G League? It was something. Anyway, it was the, the yeah, it was the D League. The D League, yeah. yeah. So how does that like incorporate itself into the NBA? And do they do their season start at the same time, or like how exactly does that work? Yeah, so basically, a lot of these NBA teams will have a a D League team um, as well. Um, some of them, you know, most of them have the same type of name. Um, you know, you can tell which team goes with, with their, you know, higher NBA team. But uh, basically, it's kind of like uh, – it's kind of like the D League is – or G League now is to prep players for the NBA. Um, you know, you have, you know, some rookies that come in that uh, aren't necessarily ready to be thrown into the NBA. And um, that's what the G League is for. And so uh, a guy like, uh, for example, like Mac McClung, um, this last year's uh, NBA dunk champion, uh, you know, he was in the in the D League or excuse me, G League um, for a few years, and then basically they're just trying to play their best in hopes to uh, for an NBA team to pick them up. Um, I think Matt McClung actually had a uh, uh, like a multi contract multi contract where he could uh, had a contract with the the G League and a contract with the uh, NBA. Um, with the Sixers, actually. So um, that way, if the the Sixers want to pick him up, you know, for a game or two to see what he's got, you know, he could do that as well. And the G League, actually, um, I believe their season ends um, right before the the NBA playoffs start. So um, that gives some guys the opportunity to be able to sit with, you know, if they have that that contract like Matt McClung, to sit with, you know, their NBA team as well. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, man. So whenever, well, my mind goes to two things, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you don't hear, you know, there's not too many players that come out of the G League and come on top. But then I think of people like John Wall, you know, that was, used to be in the G League, yeah. right? And then, yeah, he came out yeah. on top. And he, he's a classic, bro. I mean, he, he was really, I don't know if you could consider him like one of the GOATs, but I mean, he was definitely like a star player, like within like the NBA oh, sphere. Um, um, what what exactly happened to him? Because I haven't heard any news about him in a while. Because he was on the Pacers, wasn't he? 
if I'm not mistaken. Or, um, or I know they're, they're sorry, the Wizards rather. Yeah, he started at the Wizards. Know, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of Paul George. I think for the Pacers. Yeah. Um, uh, John Wall actually, um, injuries played a big role in his in his career, um, and so as soon as he got injured, his uh, everything kind of went downhill for him. Um, I think he actually just got traded to uh, Houston. Okay. Um, so John Wall is going to be in Houston now. Um, do you think he'll be a starter there, or do you think that uh, he'll be like, you know, not necessarily? I don't want to say like I don't want to say bench warmer. <laughs> it's kind of derogatory. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you get the point. Like, um, is he? You know, what, what do you think the situation? I think he's going to be. I think he's definitely going to be a starter. Um, if he was on another team, you know, maybe it would be different. But with Houston. They're so young, and they don't have a lot of guys of his caliber. Um, even though he's been through some injuries and is not as good as he once was, um, I still think he's he can um, he can do some damage in the league for sure. Uh, so I, I think he'll be a, he'll be a starter for Houston this year, definitely. And man, but I injuries. That, yeah, no injury injuries are injuries played a big role. Now you play basketball, so like, what seems like what is the reason why like so many players like get hurt? Is it because like they're not stretching enough, or is it because like their diet, or is it a combination of both? Like, what do you think? Probably a combination of both. Um, you know, I was actually just having this conversation with uh, with Ryan Goodson, who I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um, yesterday. Um, I'm going through a slight injury myself with some tendonitis in my knee, and uh, it's definitely a mix of of uh, the non stretching. Um, you know, most guys, including me, especially young guys, um, you know, going through school right now, they think that they can just lace up their shoes, touch their toes, and just go. Um, but but stretching, you ask any any high level player, they'll they'll tell you that stretching is a is a big factor of, of their everyday life as a as a basketball player. I think too, um, you got to think. You know, it's an eighty two game season. Um, you know, they're playing night in, night out, practice, travel. You know, so. Um, sometimes they probably don't get the opportunity to stretch enough. Um, but I think the, the, the wear and tear is as far as, uh, just, uh, the 82 game season is, is probably what causes a lot of the injuries. It's the night in night out type of thing. hundred percent. And, you know, speaking of injuries, you know, there's a lot of players have, well, let me, let me phrase it like this. So. A lot of the players that, you know, are really good, like John Wall, for example, right? Um, they'll, mm-hmm. like, get these injuries, and, like, it'll be hard for them to come out, you know? And so is it – like, what is the reason? Like, why is it hard for – is it just because, like, once you get injured once, it's easier to get injured again? Uh, that, that may be one, one reasoning. Um, two – I've heard some people describe it as, like, a mental block, like, after you get hurt. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's yeah. exactly what I was about to say. Um, yeah. You know, Clay Thompson actually just had that happen. Yes, he um, did. He you know, did. he was out for, for two, you know, almost two seasons, I guess, um, with the ACL injury. And, you know, he came back this past season. And, um, you know, he'll tell, I've heard him on multiple podcasts, you know, that, that he had to get through that mental block of uh, pretty much accepting, one, that he's older, and two, um, that injury, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in the back of his mind constantly. Um, and having to find out, you know, your new role, because teams change constantly and so kind of coming back and and understanding that you know you got to affect the game and impact the game maybe in a different way than you were before you were injured um i think that takes a toll on on the mental side of things definitely 
Um, and, and some players might rush it. You know, they may rush and come back too soon. Um, or when they when they are cleared to come back, they don't uh, stretch properly and, and do the little things, the maintenance constantly um, to keep to prevent it from happening again. But I think definitely probably one of the biggest things is the mental side of things because, you know, you're constantly thinking about it when, you know, if you, for a leg injury, for example, um, if you get hurt going up for a layup, you know, when you come back from that injury, when you go in for a layup, you're going to be thinking about it. <laughs> and I think yeah. that causes, um, that causes more injuries. Um, you know, if you, if you're always thinking about it. No, hundred percent. And, it, dude, it's weird. A lot of people like they underestimate like the power of your mind, because I mean, a Definitely. lot of a lot of things in life can just be like adjusted from your mindset, you know. And yeah, and I, t- I tell my players that all the time. You know, the game of basketball is: um, do you have to be skilled and talented at the game? Yeah, but you know, most of it's all mental. Um, I, I, you know, I, I I hate to get into percentages, but I, I tell people all the time just that the game of basketball is eighty percent mental. <laughs> You know, and, and confidence based because, you know, for if you're shooting a basketball, for example, if you don't in, in your mind believe that that shot is going in, it's not going to go in. But if you, you know, you shoot every shot with confidence, you're probably going to make a lot more than if you didn't. <laughs> so the, the mental side of things, and we've heard that recently, a lot of guys have came out in the league and talked about, you know, the mental side of the NBA and, and how hard that is. And, um, you know, it really is the mental side of basketball is really any sport, but I think basketball is, uh, is put out there a little bit more. Um, the mental side of the game is, is crazy, really. <laughs> Man, I can only imagine because I went to a uh, playoff game in 2016. Uh, we drove down to mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, and we watched the Thunder play there. And just the atmosphere and, like, you know, just, just being in the crowd was one thing, but I couldn't imagine being on the floor and, like, playing that atmosphere. I mean, you really got to lock in yeah. <laughs> in order to, like, play yeah. this, you know? And, you know, it's it's funny because, um, you know, in high school, I think this is just talking about me, for example, um, in high school, especially as I got, you know, junior, senior year, I put a lot of pressure on myself while I was playing, you know, because I'm trying to go to college. And, you know, at that, at that time, I was trying to go to college and um, put a lot of pressure on myself. And as soon as I got out of high school, um, you know, into the training world now, you know, I don't have that, that pressure on myself anymore. So I, I kind of you know, play with a lot more confidence now and, uh, you know, play a lot more free. Um, and, you know, when I went to I went to Greece this past July and ran two camps there and, you know, my mentor told me, you know, I can't go there and not have any confidence. He said, you know, you got to walk in a gym, you know, with the utmost swag, you know, with the utmost confidence that, you know, you've got what it takes because, you know, it's, it's the same thing. Like if you go going in for a job interview, you know, if you walk in there all timid and stuff, they, you know, they're not going to take you. You know, or they're going to think twice about it, whether, you know, whereas if you're going a lot with a lot of confidence, you know, and carry yourself differently like that, you know, it's uh, it's going to get you a lot farther in life, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and explain all that a little bit. So what exactly – so is it the mental side that got you into, like, uh, like basketball training or, like, what got you into that? And then explain a little bit – well, sorry, I almost said explain and expand. Uh, like, expand a little <laughs> bit on um, – uh, like your trip to Greece, like how, you know, how, how you did that and what exactly went on there? Yeah, so when I got out of high school, I had a, had a slight injury. Um, and it's funny. Uh, it's actually one of the few people I've told this story to. So um, 
I was going through a phase where it was like, all right, do I, I had offers coming out of high school and had pretty much decided on the school that I wanted to go to. And uh, I needed an answer. I was on the fence as far as which way to go. And so got down on my knees and, and prayed. And I said, God, you know, if it's meant for me to, to do this and to go play um, at this school, go play college basketball, um, let it just be a smooth transition. You know, let it, let everything just fall into place. And if it's not meant meant to be, give me a sign. Let me get injured and give me a sign. Now, that was really hard to pray. <laughs> I bet, be honest, I bet, but, bro, yeah. Um, I was running track at the at the time and probably just a couple weeks into in the track season. Um I had a as a minor injury, but I ended up getting injured. And uh, a couple of days after that it was like, Oh, there's your answer. Um, you know, and <laughs> as anybody would, then I got mad. Not really yeah. mad at God, but, you know, kind of just frustrated with You're the like, situation. God, why? And then you remember, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, um, ended up, uh, you know, not going to play college basketball and uh, went to the local community college uh, for a year and was actually got a uh, assistant coaching job at um, – a school in Maryville, um, but uh, I think it was an hour and 15 minute drive. Um, so I was for that summer. And right when that summer season broke, we had like a two to three week break before, you know, August hit and school started back. And during that break, I got reconnected with, uh, you know, my mentor, Ryan Goodson. I seen him, he was coming to town and um, I trained with Ryan since fifth grade, just off and on, you know, all throughout um, while I was playing school ball. And so I seen that he was going to be in the area. So I messaged him like, hey, man, let's catch up. You know, I haven't talked to you in a while. And he was like, yeah, come on down to the camp. And um, I told him that I've been kind of dabbling and coaching a little bit um, and had, you know, a few few other jobs as far as like uh, travel ball coach and stuff like that, just, you know, small jobs um, like that and not really getting paid to do it. Um, I just wanted to stay around the game. And I got to the gym to meet Ryan and I hadn't even been there for five minutes. And he was like, would you want to, would you want to work with me and kind of work under me as a trainer? And he was like, I've got a gym. And that gym actually ended up falling through, um, you know, later on, but he's like, I've got a gym, blah, blah. Would you want to, you know, work under me as a trainer? And I was like, yeah, like, let's do it. And not really knowing where it would go um, at all. And it's that uh, leap of faith, bro. It's that leap of faith that oh, gets yeah. you far, one hundred percent. Yeah. And so I ended up going back to that to the high school that I was um, an assistant at, and you know breaking the news to them that that I'm gonna you know pretty much be a full time trainer, and um, ended up meeting with some other trainers and started kind of diving into that and what what everything would look like, and um, I was following Ryan around and we were going camp to camp together. Um, kind of just learning the ropes. And then I started training more, you know, one-on-one training style um, with some with some kids here in town. And then it was like, you know, everything just kind of kept getting opportunity after opportunity. And, um, you know, got the opportunity to go meet uh, Jermaine Jones at that event and stuff. And then um, I get a call one day and uh, Ryan's like, would you want to go to Greece? And run, you know, run training camps there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 
like, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. And, uh, you know, I'm telling my parents and stuff. And uh, I didn't really know what I was getting into. I knew, you know, that I would go over there and run camps and stuff. And the funny thing is, when I got that phone call, I had never been on a plane before. (laughs) I hadn't been on a plane before in my life, so. Yes, I remember Um, you told me the story. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so um, I didn't really know what kind of work I had ahead of myself. Um, And it's funny because one of the things that um, the guy over in Greece that I was connected with through Ryan, um, Ryan pretty much put my name out there and said, hey, you've got to take this kid. Like, you know, he, he can do it, you know, and he just really sold me to him. And the guy seen some of my videos and stuff, and he was like, yeah, let's do it. And his one of his requests was that I lost um, – I got back down to the weight I was when I was playing in high school, and uh, which is a weird request. But when I got – you know, when I started getting a little bit more information, basically, you know, every trainer, every player over there, um, they don't look like people here. <laughs> um, you know, everybody's real slim and stuff. And so yeah. – um, had to had to get on a very strict diet and um, send him videos week to week and uh, for him to promote me with. And then it was like, all right, let's do it. And, uh, you know, I went through all that, started really, really training my skills. And um, I think it was from, from like March to the end of June, I had to prepare and, uh, still bouncing around camp to camp, really trying to fine tune my skills and, and, you know, follow what Ryan does. Cause Ryan has been to Greece and been all over the world doing this. And, um, and then it was, it was time to go. And I went, I went to Greece with my older brother. It's his first time on a plane as well. Um, got over there had, you know, there's seven hours ahead of us. So that was a huge jump. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, you got to go vacation in Greece. And it's like, no, I went to work. <laughs> and um, But I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. It was uh, it was an experience I won't forget. Um, Tell them about the airport story real quick because I think that'll be a <laughs> – that was an interesting oh, one, yeah. your airport situation. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got through both camps. It was five days straight. Oh, um, and just real quick hours. before you go into this, here is a picture yeah. real quick on the screen. I'm going to show them uh, – it's on his Instagram again. Go follow him. Uh, the links are down in the description. But uh, yeah, man, here's here's a picture of the camp. This is just awesome, man. I love this. Yeah, so that was the. Uh, That's so sick. Yeah. Uh, and it's all because you took was, that leap of faith, you know. Definitely, yeah. definitely, and, and you know, I, uh, you know, it's funny because I didn't make any money doing that. I was really doing it for the experience, um, and to get my name out there a little bit more. Um, but you know, it's five days straight uh six hours a day um there's no ac in the gym it's 104 degrees and there's a language barrier there obviously (laughs) and uh you know we do two groups so it's three hours with the younger kids and three hours with the older kids um and the younger group there was maybe one or two that could speak decent english and thankfully i have a translator but um, so that, that was, a, that was pretty different because here, you know, I don't have to demonstrate much. I can just talk and, you know, explain what I, what I want to, you know, my clients to do, um, over there, it was just all demonstration and then, you know, go. 
Uh, so that was different. Uh, it was a lot of work, but, I, you know, it was, like I said, I wasn't traded for the world. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't think I've ever signed that many autographs ever. I was signing everything from T-shirts to shoes to pieces of paper. Um, I got to be on TV. Uh, the second night I was there, I actually uh, got to go into the like the news studio and uh, got to be on a TV interview. And then yeah, um, here's a couple a, other days in camp. The screen right now. Here's uh, from his Instagram. Yeah. Here's a picture of the, the news studio and stuff. And um, didn't they come to the gym one time? I know you mentioned something. Did they pop up at the gym or? Yeah, so it was it was uh, pretty much every day there was a camera, you know, in my face. They had a drone shooting the entire gym, so I had a drone oh, flying above my head. Um, yeah, it was much different than anything I was used to, but um, that's kind of where the confidence comes in, you know. If I was, you know, timid, it was like, oh, there's a camera in my face, you know. Yeah. Um, I know, it, you know, it wouldn't have went well at all, so. Um, but yeah, I got to got to be on TV, and they they were in the gym, and I think three of the days they would pull me aside and you know have an interview with me, um, and then the other day was um, in that studio. Um, so then all that was done, we got to explore. I think our last two or three days um, in Greece, so that was really cool. And then it was time to come home, and that's the airport story you were talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we fly from it's about a one hour flight from Yanina which is the city that we were in in Greece, um, to Athens, Greece. And that airport is huge. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo actually has a store in there. So we got to go into that store. Oh, really? That was really, really That's cool. so sick. Yeah. What do they sell in there? Is it just like a, like a food, like a little, like, you know, like station? You know, it's like or... a, it's all of uh, his merchandise. So they have, oh, you know, Giannis, okay, Giannis shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like, you know, um, in Gatlinburg where like, like, you know, people like Jason Aldean and stuff, they have like, you know, like uh, restaurants and stuff. I didn't know if it was like that, mm -hmm. like an airport or what it was. So. No, nah, yeah, they had, um, you know, all of the, all of his brothers and stuff, their merchandise. Uh, so that was really cool. And uh, but yeah, so we get to Athens and we have a 16 hour layover. And uh, the sad thing was, was that it was at night. So our flight landed in Athens, I think at nine o'clock. And then we had 16 hours and our flight didn't leave the next day until like one twenty. And we have, me and my brother both had a, a bag that we needed to check. And sadly the, um, American airlines was not there, you know, that late at night for us to check that bag. And so we couldn't get through security. And if we could have got through security, um, there were some lounge chairs, you know, close to the gates. And so we would have been able to sleep there. And yeah, that, that ended up not happening. So um, we kind of accepted defeat and we were like, well, we're going to have to, well, we didn't accept defeat yet. We actually looked into hotels um, around Athens airport. And the only hotel within walking distance was $450 a night. We're like, no, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> for one night so we, <laughs> no thank you <laughs> that's when we kind of accepted defeat and yeah, like we um, made it this far we're not going there now <laughs> we're yeah. just taking it out yeah man. yeah so uh had to sleep in the airport that night and that was that was pretty rough i can't lie um that was a, probably the, the toughest part about the whole trip was sleeping in Athens airport i say sleeping but i don't think i slept at all um my brother would was uh my brother would laugh at me because it was like every you know, 10, 15 minutes, I would just get up and start taking laps around the airport and leave him with my bags. And I just, man, we called everybody just trying to stay awake. I called my mom, you know, because everybody, in, you know, in, in town here 
was awake. So, um, you know, it's like 3, 4 a.m. there. And I'm, I mean, we're just exhausted. <laughs> now, so, uh, for the, like, did they, like, charge your phone bill like crazy because you're making all these calls? Or is it, like, included in your plan? Yeah, so we got a, um, that was actually something we had to look into before we went. But gotcha. um, there was a couple different plans that, that we did. And I think, uh, I think we did, like, $10 a day. And um, the type of phone we have and stuff uh, and the plan that we already had on our phone, um, we already had like so many days that we could use for free. And I think I think me and my brother both, I think he had like 10 days for free. And then I think I had like four or five. And so, but then after that, um, after those days, then it was $10 a day. Um, you know, and if we were on Wi-Fi, it didn't matter, but, um, you know, if we were out, out in the middle of town, not at the hotel, um, that's kind of when it charged. But, yeah, it was only $10 a day. Not too bad. No, um, no not at all. Yeah, phones work great <laughs> after that. So The only so, reason yeah. I asked is because whenever I went on my cruise, like back in June or whatever, um, mm-hmm. my – so my dad owns his own business, right? And he would like – and they just – we just, you know, bought one plan for just – they just bought it on my phone. So I could, you know, yeah. like watch YouTube and stuff at night and all that kind of crap. And all he wanted to do was just one time a day, he would like call his business or whoever was working there and just making sure everything's going good, right? Ended up being like mm-hmm. $150 and we were only like really? for a week. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> we were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got lucky with that one. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Well, part of it too is like, you know, they're a cruise industry. So like they're going to milk you for every little penny. And like especially on the yeah. bills and stuff too, it was like an automatic like 30% gratuity. Like I think it was like every day. <laughs> yeah. So they're just deduct it from your account, but. Which, of course, we had to, uh, you know, we had to go to the ATM and, and uh, get money there. So that that kind of, you know, cost us because, um, you know, using our card to, to get the money out, um, you know, they put extra extra charge on that, but still wasn't too bad. Um, and their money was a lot different than ours. They had, you know, they, they have $2, but it's a coin. And so that, you know, that was different. Um, I think they have uh, $2 and $5 in coins. Or no, it just goes up to two dollars, um, and it's a coin. Um, so was it all coins? Yeah, or was that, it paper that was too? different. Yeah, so I think from five up, five dollars and up is paper. Gotcha. So, and is that like in different colors? Because I know in some countries they have like different colors, different shapes, like all that crap. <laughs> just varies where um, you're going, I guess. Yeah. So uh, the paper, I think you know, the papers are different as far as each. Um, you know, between the five and the ten, um, they were a lot thicker and wider than, than ours, um, you know, the U.S. dollar. But um, the coins were pretty much all the same color, um, except for the writing, you know, as far as what it says, two dollar or two euros and um, one euro, you know, 50. Okay, so they do use uh, uh, euros then. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. you, got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. And, like, was it uh, – so, I mean, like, say you had, like – say you had, like, cash on you, right, like American cash – would they take it mm-hmm. or was it one of those things where no. you had to, okay, got you. Just agree. Yeah. No, they wouldn't take it. Um, the, the cool thing was I got a, uh, I had a, a card, um, like a credit card, um, that I kind of got to start building my own credit. Yeah. Um, and that awesome. the type of card that I got, thankfully was they accepted it all over, you know, all over the world. So, um, if I, I would mix it up between using the euros that I got from the ATM and that card, um, depending on what I was buying. So, but yeah, they, they wouldn't accept any, any American cash at all. (laughs) 
go figure. It's almost like we have a uh, a. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you know where I'm going with this or no? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's almost like we got a uh, you know idiot for president. Anyways, um, <laughs> but no. Uh, transitioning to our next story. <laughs> Yeah, um, that was a good, great transition there, exact, bro. Exactly, bro, exactly. See, it's a create, bro. They never knew. They never knew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, man, we got the story from Politico. It's uh, The headline is Trump's GOP rival stays unelectable. The polls disagree. The, the, basically, the gist of the story is it just goes on to um, state how, like, the, the members of the GOP right now, right? So they're doing, like, debates and stuff. GOP meaning Republican mm-hmm. Party, uh, for people who don't know. Um, but they're doing like debates and stuff right now. And the main claim from them has been, you know, if we like Donald Trump, then or if we rather nominate him for our party, then he's not going to get elected to beat Joe Biden. But this political article who is, I mean, political is definitely not, you know, conservative. Um, but I mean, I, they're, they're left wing, but I mean, they, they try to stay neutral. Um, you know, it says Trump's GOP rival says he's on elected polls disagree. And then it reminded me of this poll. Just came out the other day that Trump edges out Biden 51 to 42. Now, the reason this is a big deal is because in last election, um, they – I think it was, like, pretty close. It was only, like, one – maybe, like, a half a point or something, like, in difference between uh, Trump and Biden. So – and, I mean, honestly – okay, here's the thing, man. It's like – you know, this I, – I feel, I feel like this election is a little different because last election, you know, people were voting for um, – pe- people were voting for – for Biden just out of spite of Trump. But I feel like this time it's going to be the, the, like the reverse, you know, it's going to be like now that like the economy's like bad and everything. And like, you know, groceries are expensive. Prices are going up. People are going to be like, okay, what the hell's going on? And then they're going to see this dude. And they're going to be like, all right, okay. Time to get Trump back in. So, yeah. but yeah, man, but it's like, I mean, even if you're like a liberal though, and even if you hate Trump, it's like, why would you not just like vote for him? So he can just have like, four more years and he's out then you never have to worry about him again you know it's like <laughs> i mean exactly. even from that perspective you know but i mean yeah. i think i mean there's just some people who like you'll never you'll never get through to you know it's, it's no you never convince them otherwise yeah, ever. it's it's pretty <laughs> wicked bro it's pretty wicked <laughs> yeah and like i know like i've had conversations with them bro and it's like and now most of the people i've talked to to be honest with you they've been like nice and cordial about it but like you mm. know some of the stuff on social media though you see is crazy and you know how much of that is you know faked or no, i wouldn't necessarily say faked but i mean i guess like overrepresented because a lot of these clips you see are like you know going to like the kind of like going to like the uh the hornet's nest you know what i mean mm-hmm. so when in reality you know the whole the whole democrat party isn't like the hornet's nest it's getting there but it's not not necessarily like that yet so but no man yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll have to see man we'll have to see uh, and yeah, and then the, the subtitle right here, I'll show it on the screen. <laughs> the president's job approval rating is 19 points underwater. Uh, so that's, uh, it's fun, man. That's fun. <laughs> so, so it's a great country we live in, man. Great country. Um, Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, man, but no, I'm not, I'm not going to get too, too much into the weeds on that. I just want to bring that up. Cause I thought that was an interesting story. Cause this kind of goes to show how the tides are turning, which, uh, should give everybody some hope. So <laughs> yeah. a little positive, <laughs> positive news of the day. But uh, but no man, I uh, I just went off talking about basically the uh, the new logos and stuff. So rebranded the whole podcast. The the main channel like that is is uh, rebranded too. Um, so by the time you're seeing this, all the all the banners, all the profile pictures, all that should be updated. So let me know. Uh, let me know. Oh my god, what am I saying, bro? <laughs> let me know what you guys think down in the comments, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, Colson, I appreciate having on you. Uh, having you on here, man. Thank you for coming on, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was a really appreciate good podcast, it, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, appreciate it, man.
100%, bro. And be sure to go follow Colson. Uh, all his links are down in the description. Should be the first thing. Um, so go click on those. Uh, give him a uh, give him a follow. Now, is it at Col Coach Colson on all socials, or are they different between platforms? Um, I'm trying to get the YouTube changed. Um, gotcha. But I know that I know with Instagram and, and TikTok, it's Colson Cabinet Basketball. Um, gotcha. uh, most of them. So, okay, definitely, cool, man, cool. So wait, let me know yeah. whenever you uh change the um whenever you change the username on the YouTube. So yeah, go I'm gonna try to get it done it. done this weekend. I got you, bro. I got you, and I'll update it in the uh in the bio so that way it actually so that way it'll work. Sounds good, man. <laughs> so yeah, man. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it's been a it's been uh the first episode back of uh not that serious. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. Uh, well, if you guys haven't subscribed, that'd be nice. Uh, and then also, oh yeah, I forgot to say this. Leave a like and also leave a rating on Spotify. Uh, if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, be sure to leave a rating on there. It helps uh, helps spread the uh, helps spread the podcast. So I'd appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much, Colson, again, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Appreciate awesome. it. Sweet, man.